B-Siders. See how I did that there? I gave a collective name to everybody that's down with the B-Side. So this summer, I expect to see some B-Side tattoos everywhere. Happy freaking New Year! 2017 is done, and you still got room for the B-Side. Thank you. Damn, we basically family now. Call if you need a ride to the airport or some furniture moved. I got you. In all seriousness, I really do appreciate all the support and all the love. Matter of fact, I'd like to take a moment for a podcast hug. Bring it in. Mmm, that feels good. Boom! Now, let's get to it. My name is Orlando Thompson, and my guest today is my mom, Miss Bernice Thompson. And this is episode 12 of The B-Side, brought to you by Some College Radio. Before this one starts, I'd just like to say that a few years ago, I asked my parents separately how they met. My dad gave his answer in a car, so the sound quality is a little shitty. And remember, this sound wasn't really intended for podcasts. Enjoy. I think it was May, I think it was. May 19th mm-hmm. is when I met your dad. About a month or two before I went to boot camp. I met her at a, at a cousin's party, a cousin at a party. They used to call him Nando. And she said, you gotta, you gotta meet him. Cause she had, I never had no boyfriend. I didn't want no boyfriend. <laughs> I just wanted my books. I was at the party with my sister Melanie and my girlfriend at the time. Sandy, I'm sorry, not Cyrus. Sonia. Sonia. So, I'm sorry, yeah, Sonia, I think it was Sonia. So, we got there, and I'm sitting off to the corner. I had on a, um, another outfit that I made. The style had just come up where you used to put suspenders on the pants. So, mine had the strap, but except for one of the straps kept falling down. Mm-hmm. And he came over and he put my strap up on my. And I'm like, like, I don't want to do with him, right? Don't, don't be. So much your mother that attracted me, you know. I don't know why, because she was only like, a, like four toothpicks put together, you know. But um... so then he asked me to dance, and the dance was the bump. Uh huh. So, and I knew how to dance, and he told me, "You don't know how to dance the bump," because I told him no. So then he said, you don't know how to dance it, that's why you're not dancing it. And I said, yes, I do know how to dance the bump. Whenever I wanted to dance with your mom, you know, I tell my brother to take my, my girlfriend out to dance. And he took her out to dance and I took my mother to dance. Whenever I needed some time, I told my brother to take her outside or do something, you know. And she, you, know my, you know, my brother was, was pretty good. Was pretty good. So I had to dance the bump to show him that I knew how to dance the bump. <laughs> So then, after that, he, um, I think she gave him the phone number. I don't remember how he got it. I called her, we visited her, stuff like that. One thing led to another, and we ended up dating. And he said that he was going overseas, and if I would be his girlfriend. So I said, yes, I got nothing else to do. He asked me if I would, if I would wait till he come back. So I said, yes. That's, that's what happened. All right. I normally start off every episode by saying, welcome to the B-side. The B-side? That's what it's called. <laughs> so what the B stand for? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the B side of a tape. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, okay. We are, um, we're in my mom's house. This is my mom. You can say hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hi. Okay. Uh, and it's <laughs> Halloween night. held up upstairs in her sewing room and um, the lights are out everywhere else she actually has the lights on in the sewing room which is you know people can see that from outside but everywhere else the lights are off can you tell us why because I don't want anybody ringing my doorbell because I don't give out candies at Halloween don't believe in Halloween 
somebody's gonna egg the house tomorrow. It'll have an egg on the car or maybe the driveway or somewhere. <laughs> uh, tell us about um, the other, like last week, what happened in your neighborhood last week? Oh, last Wednesday, I was coming home and apparently there was a shooting couple houses down from me but I didn't know that at the time so when I was coming to get it there was two getaway cars and the first one came we came face to face like like that so oh. I had to swerve the car real quick so he could pass or not he would have hit me oh, wow. and then as I was looking to move the second car came so then I just kind of stopped and wait maybe to see if another car was coming. Yeah. So then I came home and as I pulled in the driveway, there was two police cars that I hadn't seen the mm -hmm. light that was coming down the street. Right. And they parked right in front of my house with the light blaring and all thing. Then one of the policemen got out with his gun drawn. Ooh. So I got out my car, came in my house. <laughs> They asked no question, didn't care what was going on outside. So I had a student that was coming to see me. She rang the doorbell and she go, did you know there's a shooting in your neighborhood? And I go, no. And she go, did you see the police car parking in your door? I said, yes. She go, well, I'm going to go see what's going on. <laughs> what? She Why did. She do that? She did. Why would she go out there and look and see so what's going on? She followed the police down the, wow. down the block. And then she came back and she said, two people got shot. So they stayed out there till about, I don't know, maybe like four in the morning. Because every time I was laying down and when I wake up, I still saw the light, the right. blue light flashing. Yeah. I don't know they, who, who they were looking, why they were. I never went out to find out. Wow. That doesn't normally happen around here. That was the first time. She said the police told, told, told her that it was a very quiet neighborhood. They never had anything like that in here before. Wow. Yeah, so I said, okay. And I wasn't about to go out there and investigate anything. And she said a neighbor across the, down the street asked her, is it Miss Bernice? She's such a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> she also robs banks on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> in her spare time. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing right now. Why are we, why are we in your zone room? Um, I'm making blankets to hand out in December for the homeless downtown Atlanta. How long have you been doing this? And I've been doing this for 16 years. 16 this, years? This is the 16th year. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yep, I think so. <laughs> Give me something to do. I'm not on the street looking at, at robbery or shooting or anything. <laughs> mm. Normally what I do is ask people questions about like, you know, their life, where they come from, and their, their parents, and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, but I kind of want to ask you questions about me. About you? Yeah. Okay. So we'll start, we'll start before me though. We'll start before me. Let's see, like, what, like uh, t tell us a little bit about yourself. Give, just, you know, give us a rundown. Boring. <laughs> you think you're boring? Yeah. I will try me. I didn't do any of the things you would think a normal teenager would do. Which are? Which are um, smoke. You didn't smoke? Didn't smoke. Have a drink. You never drink? Didn't have a drink. When was the first time you had a drink of alcohol? Um, gosh. I think. Oh, oh. When, when, when your dad and I just got married. Like on the day that you guys got married? No, no. It was the day when I found out that Janine born. Okay, so this is a little bit of family business right here. <laughs> you asked. I don't know. If I could. 
I mean, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Janine is my half sister, and you know, you guys can take from what what you take from that. Um, <laughs> so that was the first time you you drank. Yeah. And you got drunk. I got drunk. Yes. What were you drinking? Um, Boone's Farm wine. <laughs> drinking that wine, no wine. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Man, okay. I drank the whole bottle of it. <laughs> By yourself? Yep. Dang. Okay, so tell us a little bit, like, where are you from? I'm from Honduras. I was born in Tela, and then I was raised in Rotan, mm -hmm. which is the island of Rotan. Okay. I, I grew up on an island, like a very exotic island. Okay. Um, near the beach, but wasn't allowed to go to the beach, but I grew up near the Why beach. Why couldn't you go to the beach? Because back then, a superstitious aunt, uncle, they don't let you go to the beach. What's the superstition? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, um, so I never learned to swim in the sea back then until I was an adult. So. You know how to swim now? Yeah. You do? I didn't know that. In the water, not in the... Like in a pool? In the, in the beach. You can swim at the beach? Uh-huh. Only where your feet touch the ground, though. Yeah. That's not swimming. That doesn't really count as swimming. Though. Yeah, it does. Swimming is when your feet don't touch the ground. It don't touch the ground. Oh, okay. No, no, I could swim in the in the sea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you grew up there. When did you come to the states? Oh gosh, I came when in in seventy seventy. 71. Okay. Where did you go? New York. Came to New York and then went to school in New York. You came in 71? Huh? Can you imagine like at in 71 that just not even 10 years later that you have a child? No! <laughs> so, so. I came in 71. Yeah. And you were born in? 78. Wait a minute. The end of it, but I was born in 78. Okay, wait a minute. So you must come a little bit before that. You doctored the numbers. I came in 71. Because okay. I graduated in 75. Okay. And then we were married three years before you were born. So then that is right. It's wow. eight years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You let me doubt myself there for a minute. I'm like, okay, something don't sound right. <laughs> All right. So now, now that we've sort of birthed me in the story, mm -hmm. um, what were the circumstances in your life when I came about? We were living in um, Camp Pendleton. He was in the Marine Corps. I was working at a, um, a shirt factory in Oceanside. We lived in Oceanside. What were you, what were you doing at the shirt factory? I used to um, get the packaging ready for shipment. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know how to sew. Didn't know how to use. I knew how to sew. I didn't know how to use their machines. Okay. And you had to be fast to use their machine, <laughs> and I didn't know how to do that. So, so then um, we move. Before you was born, he got orders to go to Maryland. Mm -hmm. So then we moved to Maryland, and um, he he drove a. He had a, a Volkswagen, mm -hmm. so that's what we drove across. We drove from like okay. a like a bug, uh, a beetle bug. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that car back then? Hated it. You hated the bug? Yeah. Why? Cause he got it was a stick shift, and I didn't know how to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the only thing I ever hated. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I had to d depend on him to get around. Right, right. So he drove that across to um, Maryland. Mm -hmm. And then, so that was like in, in like in July. Right. And then you was born in December. What was it? Uh, what's the, the weather like there in December? At least when I was it, born, like what was it? Well, it, it, it was, it was, 
actually was hot. Mar Maryland is pretty hot. In December? No, 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 in December, the month you was born. Actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny because we went to the hospital mm -hmm. like on the 30th of November. Okay. Went to the hospital. So they sent me back home, said I wasn't ready. Like a day later, my father came, and then it stormed. When I say storm, it was ice everywhere, snow, snow. Like we couldn't even find a Volkswagen. Oh, you had wow. to dig it out. And so we had to go to the hospital on the 1st of December, and they sent me back home again. And it was snowing. I mean, it was just snowing. <laughs> so then they tell me, go home and walk. So I went home and I walk and walk. And then on the 3rd of December, that night I went. And 7.44 a.m., you born. 7.44? A.m. A.m. Yep. Okay. On a Monday. On a Monday. Yep. <laughs> How long did the did the pregnancy take? Was that was that the long labor? Yeah. Um, it was four hours. It took four hours to come out. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It it was. I mean, it was, considering it was my first child, that was quick. Okay. Yeah. Damon, Damon was twenty four hours. Damon is my cousin. Was it um, painful? How painful was um, that? Yeah. It was painful? Yeah, and there was a, oh, a nurse there. I don't know where she was from. Why are you crying? And I said, it hurt. You should have known. Should have. That's God. what she told me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Because I was crying. I, I ain't no joke. I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I sure was crying. Yeah. What happened next after I was born? Where, where did we go after that? So then, after you, we stayed in the hospital for two days, uh -huh. and then they discharged me. So then, went we went we lived in Mer in Riverdale, Riverdale, Maryland. Uh -huh. So then, about mm, you were like a, maybe three weeks. I don't think it was a month yet. Then Tia Linda needed a place to stay, so. She was pregnant with April. Right. So then she came and stayed with us. Then when April was born, you were already like crawling and yeah. pulling up and, you know, mm -hmm. you were able to, you know, get around. Um, they had said you had clubfoot. Okay. So I'm like, mm-mm, you ain't got no clubfoot. So they said that you would never walk. Never walk? Yeah, be yeah because your foot was... Your foot was like turned. Oh. Yeah, your foot. They weren't like this. Right. They weren't straight. They, they were, were out like this. Out to the out to the yeah. side. Yeah. So <clears throat> the um they said that you wouldn't walk, <laughs> and I'm like, mm mm, he's gonna walk. So they told me that I had to buy these shoes mm -hmm. and put them on a bar, and you had to wear this bar. On your on your foot, so mm -hmm. I said, okay. So we went, got fitted for the bar, and but you had to wear a bar every day. You you cramp it on here and cramp yeah. it on here, and so it kept you like this. Kept my so, feet so straight. So your foot straight like yeah. that, and you learned to walk to walk with that bar. Right. Crawl. You did everything with that bar on your foot. Okay. Uh, you wore the bar probably like maybe two years. Oh wow. So you, you, you work for a long time, yeah. and then your leg just got straight, and your foot just—I mean, you can't tell that you had no I club, can't. club yeah. feet, well, according to what they call it. Right. And then um, after that, Telinda sent April to Panama, mm -hmm. and then she left, and so then I got a babysitter for. She was from Cuba. Right. And so she never spoke any English. Right. So you then was speaking Spanish. And everything out of your mouth, no tocas, no tocas, no tocas. <laughs> I, I assume that's what she used to tell you because that was like your favorite word, no tocas. And, um, but she, she was a really nice lady. Right. Yeah, she just loved herself some Orlando, Orlando. 
So what happened to the Spanish? How come I don't speak it now? I don't know. I don't know what happened. What got us to um, yeah. What got us to California? So then um, I wanted to go to Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just wanted to go to Hawaii. Was it an option? Yeah. It was an option and my dad didn't want to go to Hawaii. Well, your, your dad had to, like, you had to be the top performer. Right. And then they give you... Top the, biddings for where you yeah. want to go. So, he, and he was. Okay. And he had three choice. They give, he had California, Hawaii, and somewhere else. Okay. So, he, he got California. They gave him one of his choices. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just on a, he made a list of three places he would like to go. Yeah. And that was it. Okay. Yeah. So, then we end up going back so going back to california and mm -hmm. i'm pregnant with omar mm -hmm. so the movers came and they pack up everything like i mean including the food that was on the stove wow they pack it and i'm like um i said orlando i said we used to call you orlandito okay. i said i said orlandito we don't have no pampers so why would you tell me that because we didn't have anything i didn't realize <laughs> I never talked to you like baby. <laughs> All right, so you told me I ne you never we didn't have diapers, no pampers. Which meant what? That you were going to have to wear your underoos <laughs> and don't pee the bed. <laughs> and, and that took to so, me out like I understood that? You did. Okay. Because you didn't pee the bed and you never, you never had to wear diapers anymore. <laughs> you didn't. That's, that's... I figure you didn't want to lay in your right. pee. So... That's why you didn't For do it. For all those new parents out there having problems <laughs> potty training your children, just talk to them like adults. Say, hey, listen, little man, little woman, we don't have any parents. We didn't have none. Because the movers pack, even the food that was on the stove, they pack it. Maybe if you tell the kid, we also don't have any food, they'll also go out and work. <laughs> so... So then, so we stayed in the apartment that uh, night because we're leaving early that morning. Yeah. That morning we got, by then you, we had another car. We okay. had the Buick Century. That was a bigger car. So we drove across in that car. Mm -hmm. And we ended up staying by Tia Linda for two months. Okay. Until base housing was ready for us to move. And she was staying down in San Diego. And then we moved into our place in um, in um, Camp Pendleton. Camp Pendleton. Okay. Yeah. So that's what. And then, then Omar was born, um, that year in June. Mm -hmm. But you and I did the, the. You and I used to go to the um, the um, the beach. We yeah. used to walk, go to the beach and walk every day because I wasn't working. So we would go to the beach and then we would go to the church. The church right across from where we live. Mm -hmm. We would go there and um, just play, and because they had craft that they used yeah. to have the kids them do. So you and I used to do that. And then that that particular one particular day when we went home, I was crying again. I always cry. What you I, cry for? That's why the nurse was like, I, you, I used crying? to cry. I used to cry a lot. Uh, really? Like okay. if I get lost, yeah. I used to cry. Because. <laughs> Like sometimes I was driving and yeah. I, I missed a turn or you just start crying. I can't find my way. I yeah. would just I would cry. You don't do that anymore, do you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All cried out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would cry. Okay. And then um. Did I say anything to you when you cried? Did I like say, "Mom, stop crying, please"? Mm mm. No. Just, no. I just watch you cry. Because most of the time you were sitting in the back seat. Okay. Did you I cry at all? You no, you didn't cry too much. <laughs> you were hard to cry. Like I don't know. I'm still hard to cry. I, I can. I don't know how how many times I've cried in the last. 10, yeah, 20 years. you don't. You didn't cry a lot. But but when you were small and you wake up. Yeah. Ah, like like <laughs> you woke up the whole house like. <laughs> Like you had to get out that crib or when it, when you was in the crib. Right. Yeah. But other than that, you didn't cry. And then, um, so then Omar was born. And then, so we lived on that base. So then we moved from there and we moved down towards the front gate where you started going to school, where you used to ride your bike and go down that cliff. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Didn't I bust my, and, my and, head up yeah, opening that clinic? Yeah, your, your dad had just left to go overseas, so it was me and you and Omar, mm -hmm. and at that time, Giovanni had just I had gotten Giovanni, so right. it was the four of us there. And you were riding your bike to the school, and it has a cliff mm -hmm. that you go down, and then you come back up, and then I don't know how you what you did, but uh -huh. the school called me, and you had um, busted your 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 teeth yeah. came through your lip, Oof. and so I had to rush you to the hospital, and they said they had to do a um, they had to give you a spinal tap, really? and you had to draw fluid out of your to draw fluid to make sure that you hadn't damaged any nerve. Oh, right, yeah. So I'm like, and I didn't want to do it. Right. So I said, okay. But finally they said that I had to do it. Did you cry? Yeah. Did I cry? Yeah, you cried. Yeah, you <laughs> cried. <laughs> yeah. Because when I, when I went to get you, your, 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 your teeth, like all of this, yeah. like it, all of that was busted and, and, and your mouth was like, big. Uh, it was big. Yeah. And yeah, and then when when then they had to stay in the hospital that that night, two nights you stayed in the hospital mm. because they had to make sure that there wasn't yeah. anything wrong, but there wasn't any any damage. So then you had to we had to clean your the, the lip because you know it had um like branches and leaves and dirt it, in it. It, it had <laughs> it had sand sand particle in it. Okay, not yeah. not just just in my lip. Yeah. yeah. So then um, after that. You, I tried to put you in football, um, Amer not American football. Oh, like, uh, yeah, um, what do you call it? Yeah. Soccer. Football. American football. My football. Soccer. You call it what you want. It's football. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, football. So I put you in football. that. Huh? Football. Yeah, I okay. put you in that. So you, you did that for a little bit. Uh -huh. You really didn't like that type of stuff yeah. you just I stopped to force what did you to I like what did I like to do take things apart mm. like like from you was I remember the first thing that you took apart was the um I had a Timex watch <laughs> you took that apart how did I take it apart what, what tools I don't know <laughs> I don't know you took it apart and uh, then I asked you where the watch was you had put it down the toilet bowl it was in the toilet bowl <laughs> How old was that? You were probably four. Wow. And then you did, you liked cameras. Uh-huh. You always, always was with click, click, yeah. click, click. Your dad, and your dad had bought this really nice one, and he used to let you play with it. Yeah. We went to a trip to Honduras. We went to a trip to um, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Again, you did, the, uh, when we went to D.C., we had the camcorder. Yeah. And you recorded, like, we we're at Watch Statue of Liberty and this and this and this. And, and you did that, yeah, narrated maybe that. Maybe I'll play some of that on this podcast, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 did you think, um, what did you think I would do when I got older? Like, what did you... An actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, an actor. Mm. We always knew. We always felt you were going to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And you, because you would... You would Lay out. <laughs> like you saw, you saw, you would imitate on the TV. Yeah. You would just imitate. Or, and you always wanted to be Superman. You always had a cape on, on your shoulder. Always had to make some type of um, cloth and pin it on your shoulder. Uh -huh. And you walk around the house, Superman! <laughs> <laughs> Omar was um, Ninja Turtle. Oh, wow. And you were Superman. Yeah, you were just, just a, a regular, you know, you ask for stuff. I said, okay, put it on the refrigerator. Okay. You cut out a picture, you put it on the fridge. Mom, when can we get this? When I get some money, we'll get it. And it didn't matter <laughs> if it took a year. You just kept it on the refrigerator. So it wasn't like you were begging and, right. you know, begging for stuff. Um, I used to make you guys backpack. I used to make your jacket, and then finally, y'all say you wanted a backpack. <laughs> you didn't want, to, want me making no more backpack for y'all. It was like 
a normal. Yeah. Like when you got to be a teenager and I say, you say you want to take the car when you started driving. Yeah. And I would say, be back by 12. 11.59, you would be driving in. Like you were perfectly on time. Wow. Whew, Omar, the first time I had to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he got upset because I called the police, but I had to call the police because I didn't know where he was. Right. But, and then, um, after you left, yeah, it was like, he, I mean, I couldn't tell anybody that, that Orlando didn't do what I tell him, like, he never talked back, you never, you know, like, how all this stuff people yeah. say with their teenagers doing, none, 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 it was like, very... I don't know. Easy. So I was just as boring as you were. As yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you was. But, um. How was I with, like, with, uh, I don't know, like, other people in high school? Did I have lots of friends or girls no. or anything? Like you didn't. That's just it. You, um, you stuck, you stayed to yourself. Mm -hmm. You did have, um, just Jeff. Elena mm -hmm. and um, um, what's Desmond. his name? Desmond and there's another kid. Mm. Oh, uh, Dion. Dion. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have a yeah. lot of a lot of friends. It was just yeah. And so, if I was late picking you up at school, you would start walking from Carlsbad to Oceanside. <laughs> How long is the walk from Carlsbad to Oceanside? I don't know. But it's a good, probably 20, 30 minutes, 20 minutes in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. But you would, you didn't have a bus pass because you all never took the bus to school. Right. So I always had to drop you off and pick you all up. And many times you would either walk to the Boys and Girls Club in Carlsbad. Mm hmm or if I didn't get there, then you would start walking home. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a couple of times I went and sat in your classroom mm -hmm. because the, um, they just said you weren't participating. Mm. And I remember this one male I don't male remember you teacher. sitting in my classroom. Huh? I don't remember you sitting in on the class. Yeah, this one male teacher he called and said, well, you weren't participating and there was something wrong. So I said, okay. So that particular day, I went and I was in the, sitting in the back of the classroom. Yeah. And you came in and you just went and sat down. I didn't see you doing anything yeah. to warrant me going to the school. So when he got, got in there and they, Y'all got the newspaper, and y'all was reading the newspaper, and he started asking questions, and I was sitting in the right in the back, and this kid said, "Who's the new student?" Yeah. <laughs> and then the the teacher said, "Oh, that's Mrs. Thompson. That's Orlando's mom." And everybody like looked around like that, yeah. and then I go, "Okay." I just left because I was just there to observe what yeah. was, because the way he made it sound like you were not participating yeah. at all. But then, after that, you were like, um, I don't want to go there anymore. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to go there anymore? That time your dad and I had a big fight. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because it was like your last year. Right. And you said that you wasn't going to go to school if you had to keep going there. Right. You say you was tired of going to school with white folks. You wanted to be, <laughs> you wanted to, you wanted to be well, some black folks. And you never been to school with black folks, so I don't know what you was talking about. So he said, he said that don't make no sense. Um, why would you pull him out of school now? So Orlando, he said he he don't want to go there no more, and that he's gonna sit outside. He's not gonna go into school. Mm-hmm. So he said, nope, not signing the papers. So then I went to the high school and I met the principal mm -hmm. and I talked to him and they said that you had more credit than 
they're required for graduation. Uh, which is why I spent a lot of time not at that school. Right. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I just realized that yeah. I didn't have to be there as long. Right. Because you had, because Carlsbad uh, required more right. than Oceanside School did. Okay. So with that, I kind of like say, okay, and sign the paper. But your dad, he never, he said he, he wasn't supporting that. He wasn't going to. You notice he never took you to school, not one day. He never picked you up. And well, at that never... time, I had my own car. Right, but even when you had your function, right, he never go. He didn't go to my place or anything? Nope. Dang. Mm-mm. That's kind of cold. Yeah, because he didn't, he didn't think you should ask you Did should. he go to the ones that I had in Carlsbad? I'm trying to remember. I don't think he went to the one in Carlsbad either. Dang. <laughs> I don't think he ever saw you act. What? That's insane. I don't think so. I'm he had to have seen me one time. I'm trying to remember. Cause, I'm going to ask him. Yeah, ask him. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Who would they, you go with then? Huh? Who would you take to the I, place? I went by myself. Uh-huh. And then the, one, the, the last one you did at... Um, El Camino? At El Camino, your grandma and I went. Okay. Yeah, but um, so that was like, that was like if you didn't do good there, I w- I would have been, <laughs> I'd have been mad at you. I really would. How did he go there for me though? Huh? How did he go there for me? Did I do okay? Did I? Yeah, you did, and you 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 were more you were popular, like mm. like like at Carsbad, you were more, in like you stayed to yourself. Right. You didn't, but over at um, El Camino. Oh my gosh, everybody knew you. Everybody mm. knew who you were. And you were, um, like the teachers them knew you, the student them knew, knew who you were. And you, you got involved with wrestling over there. You got involved with, with the theater more. Yeah. And you, you just, you just, I guess, blossom more yeah. over there. And then um, you went, when it came to, to um, the your graduation, you went on like three. I think it was either three or four girls you took out. <laughs> and I'm like, man, we can't do this every time. You can't get a tuxedo, <laughs> so we went and got a suit and said you're gonna have to wear a suit rather than a tuxedo because right. it was, you know, it's like a hundred dollars every yeah. time you get it. And the yeah. first hundred dollars you lost that. I lost a hundred dollars. Yeah, I gave you the money to go. The the tuxedo place was by um by where Ross was uh-huh. and they had a, a um, sub shop right next to the tuxedo place. Yep. And I I remember I gave you the hundred dollars and you went to get and when you got there, you call and say you didn't have the money. Mm. So I'm like, where is the hundred dollars? We searched I searched the whole house, couldn't find a hundred dollars. Mm. Never found that hundred dollars. So I don't know what Somebody happened. found that hundred dollars. Somebody did. <laughs> so I'm like, man. So I have to give you another hundred dollars to go to pay for the tuxedo. Right. Was I normally that careless with money though? No. Well, not not with not with money. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened that day. It just right. was like something. Yeah. Uh, it was a fluke or something. I don't know. Then so then you wanted the Corvette. Yeah. So Tia Hedda and I went down town to get this Corvette for you. So we get down there, and she um, she rented the Corvette. Uh-huh. So now one of us have to drive the Corvette back to the house because now we got two cars. <laughs> Who drove it? I did. Ooh, did you like it? I Ooh, didn't know you drove that car. That car was heavy. <laughs> I never, from that time, I never drove a Corvette. Yeah. That it, it was like when you're driving it, yeah. the, 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 the steering wheel, it, you got to hold it like this because it feels like the car is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drove it really slow because <laughs> the header was driving the um, I think they had the expedition at the time. Yeah, OK. And, and I didn't want to drive that. Well, that was too it was big. Too big. Yeah. So I had to drive the Corvette and we came home, got the Corvette. That's another thing that wasn't too keen about getting the Corvette. <laughs> What was what was my dad's problem with giving me stuff? Like, why did you want me to have anything? I guess, I guess maybe because you never asked him. Right. 
and I'm thinking that's was the problem mm. because you would always come and ask me mm. and so maybe if you had gone and said that I would like to did he make himself available to be asked I don't remember asking him for anything either no you have you didn't <laughs> because um cause he always would say he didn't have no money so what's the point of asking somebody I, they got no money I don't know but he, I guess he still wanted he still wanted that Right, right, right. That right. right to come and say, maybe to say no or he whatever. He wanted the right to say no. <laughs> it's my right to say no. He can uh -oh. ask all he wants. I'm just going to say no, but it's okay. It's my right to say no as a father. <laughs> it's what I'm supposed to do. So, it's my damn job. Yeah. So then you got the car. Legally. I wasn't supposed to drive. You were supposed to drive the car. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So then you had that date. That was, woof. And then you had the second one. Mm -hmm. And then you had the third one. <laughs> I'm like, all these girls you're taking. And you never, you never dated yeah. anybody. Right. But when it was time to graduate, you had three different. And I dated um, Alisa at Carlsbad. Oh, Alisa. What do you think about her? I remember Alisa. I, I thought Alisa was just a hot mama. Really? I really did. Because... <laughs> Because one time mm -hmm. you came home, I came home yeah. and Alisa was at the house. Mm. She was sitting in the, in the, in the den. Right. And I'm like, I said, Orlando, that's not good. Mm -hmm. I said, that's a baby waiting to happen. That's what you told me? Yeah. And she was sitting right there? And she was in the den. No, you was in, she was in the den uh -huh. and, and you was in the in your room okay and so i don't know she ran in the den when i get there i don't know i know she oh, was in yeah. the den but you was in the room and i said mm -mm, can't have that and you say mom nothing happened that's gonna happen and, you, and i said we can't have that we just can't have her come into the house mm -hmm. and that was the end of it never seen elisa anymore <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean i wasn't sad yeah. but that that's what happened mm. so then you decided so you got to El Camino and you graduated I'm like that was the happiest day of my life what do you think I was going to do after that after graduation yeah I don't know I don't know I never I never had any like I always tell y'all whatever y'all wanted to do I never like say you have to go to college you have to do this you yeah. have to I never because I feel Trade school is just as good as going to a college. Yeah. That's how I feel. Because if you don't like studying and you go to a trade school, you're going to do what you want to do at the trade school. Right. Studying means you're going to study subject that you're not even going to touch again. Right. So I never push college. I, that was my, my thing to say. You have to, you have to, you have to. Right. And you never, I think you did it because you thought, we, I expected it. Yeah, that's what I think. Cause when when it when you announced that you got into Morehouse, I was shocked <laughs> because I know I hadn't seen you filling out paperwork uh, and you, you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah. like trying to get grants. Right. Like I was trying to get grant for you on my own, right. but you wasn't interested in mm. in doing anything. You didn't show any interest in that area. Right. So I didn't know what you was going to do, but I know you was going to graduate. So what was it like in, um, when I went away to college? When you went away, it was sad. It, it was sad in the sense that I always worried that you, you weren't out there. Like you wasn't streetwise. Right. And I always worried if something would happen to you. And I always said I should we should have moved here or you should have, you know, so that you would have family to be around because yeah. it wasn't a time that I didn't worry. Like, right. like when I used to call the school and you didn't answer the, the phone mm -hmm. or I'll call the office and ask them where you was or, you know, it was yeah. because if you were streetwise, I think it, I would still worry, but it wouldn't be as bad because I would say, okay, he know how to take care of himself. Right. But you weren't that, that kid that, Right. So it it was rough. It really was. It really was rough. How did my dad take it? He he never
never showed his emotions, so I'm assuming it was rough on him too. Yeah. But I can't say that he showed any. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. But I'm sure it probably was. Did he say rough anything on him. about me leaving in in general? Like about no even going to college? He said that you should have gone to Maricosta. Mm. That that was his his thing. That I was wasting money sending you to letting you go to um, Morehouse. And my thing was, I'm not going to be the one to say that he wanted to go and he didn't get to go. Because yeah. I say, when I wanted to go to school, my father told me he didn't have no money for me to go to school. Right. And so I didn't, I never wanted you to say that. Even though, like, I was putting up money, like, saving money, spent all the money that I had. Right. And working overtime to pay the tuition over there, mm. I never let that out because I never wanted you to say, well, I wanted to go here and I couldn't go. Well, do you think you wasted any money? Because I didn't graduate. You didn't graduate, but you got an experience. Right. And it's different because if you didn't go, you would have never got the experience. Mm. So even if you had only stayed one semester, to me, it would have been worth it because you got to do something that you wanted to do. Like, I didn't send you there. I didn't, right. like, when I take, when I, where I wanted you to go, when you went to um, Connecticut, remember right. that, that trip? Yes, uh, um, the one for Johnson and Wales. Yeah. yeah, no, that's where I wanted you to go if, if there was a school that you was gonna go to. You wanted me to go to Rhode Island? That's where I would have sent you. You know why I didn't go to Rhode Island? No. It was too freaking cold. <laughs> <laughs> I went on the visit in August and I was I was freezing in August and I was like, this is ridiculous. See, so I mean, because they they that was a full scholarship. They they that were was a full scholarship. Yeah, they were looking for for underprivileged kids, yeah. and they were giving them a scholarship. Did, to, did we fall under underprivileged? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> your ticket was free. I remember that, yeah. So I'm like, that's where he should go if they give. I don't a, remember them saying it was the scout the, that they were giving me like. You know? Yeah, that's what that's what that was. So I said that's where I would have wanted you to go. Right. But you said Morehouse, and I'm like, cause I I don't even think I'd heard of Morehouse before. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said, nah, that's not for me. It was too cold. I'm like, if it had oh. been warmer, I'd have went there. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. See, I didn't know. And then August is cold like December <laughs> anywhere else. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so then, but yeah, he said you should have gone to Maricosta and do two years in Maricosta and then after that transfer to somewhere else. Yeah. That's what he said. And I'm like, it wasn't a decision I think we should have made because yeah. I think he, you needed to go where you, you felt you wanted to go. So, we argue about that for a minute. So, when I asked him to help me pay the two, he said no. So, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I expected it. I, didn't, I really didn't expect him to say, right. here's the money, because right. I knew how he felt. He would have supported if it was... Something that he thought was right. Yeah, if it was in Miracosa, then yeah, he wouldn't have said but then Miracosta, you would have just walked to school. Right. It, you know, it wasn't like... Um, the whole time I was out here, did you think I was going to move back to California at some point? Or did I you, did. You did? Yeah, I did. I I felt like hair was just like a stopping. Yeah. So, and then eventually you were going to end up back in California. That's that's what I felt. Yeah. So I always wonder if I could live in California. Like if I could live as a single person in California, it was right. it's always been in the back of my head. So when I um, when Yutia Mallon gave me an Ebony magazine and said, read this article. And when I read the article, I'm like, oh, and it said it was a long article about Georgia. Mm -hmm. Oh, Georgia was the up and coming state for a young black or single black woman. Yeah. Um, I said, OK. And that's why I moved to Georgia, because. So, so now, I'm not even living in Atlanta now. So after I left Atlanta, then I, what did you think? I know. Then then you started traveling and going all. You went to New York. I'm like, okay, so I could still go to New York and see him once in a while. Nope. Then you left from New York and you went to 
Dubai. Doha. D Doha. <laughs> then you came back and you went to right. Alabama. Mm -hmm. Now you move again. <laughs> so I don't know. What's some advice for like uh, for people having kids now, or just you know? A kid wants you to be the authority, in the sense where I don't think you should be your kid's friend. Mm. Like, like you guys know that I'm the parent, and you don't treat me like your friend. Right. You treat me like like your mother. And for today, what I see with kids and parents is that the kid, the kid will be talking, the mom is in the conversation. Right. The mom is talking, the kid is in the conversation. No, you have to separate them. When it's kid time, we talk. When it's mom talking, then the kids need to not dip into the conversation. So I think they don't have no, no barriers. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're all one. You're not one. So for me, I don't like that. And that's my problem with, with the kids them for today. So you see, God gave you what you need. He gave me two sons, because he knew I couldn't handle girls. And then he gave me two good daughters. You know what I need. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the queen in my house, and they're the queen in their house. Sure enough. See? Sure enough. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, cool. It's all good. We're done. Okay. Yo, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. My mom is an incredible human being that's always giving back. Except on Halloween. Zombies, werewolves, Disney princesses, don't come over here on October 31st looking for candy. Because you will not get any. <laughs> if you haven't had enough of the B-side, stick around for my mother's side A. It's basically a mix of Spanish music and Mahalia Jackson. You can also follow us on Instagram at BTS underscore podcast. Or if you have something really important to say, like, Orlando, I got all this money I need to give you. Then send me an email immediately to somecollegeradio at gmail.com. The B-side is everywhere. But if you are listening on iTunes, show us how much you care. Rate us and leave a comment. Special thanks to my guest, Miss Bernice Thompson, and to the man that makes all the music, Brian Wilson. This show was produced and edited by some guy, and that guy is saying peace. Peace. <laughs>